Hello and welcome to the bonus sports battle, uh, our Thursday night show with myself and JD. Hey JD. Hello. Two very happy men because our teams have decided <laughs> to win this week, which has been nice. Big wins. Big wins, yeah, and hopefully Austin get another one in about an hour and a half time. Eight o'clock kickoff, is it? Yeah, eight o'clock. Hopefully so. Hopefully we'll see. Um, so we're recording this Thursday night here at half six, and I imagine John will somehow try to find the team news out while we're trying to do this show, so that'd be pretty cool. Um, yeah, obviously Champions League is over for another week. Uh, our eight quarterfinalists have been decided, and Liverpool are one of them, which I'm absolutely made up with. Not really surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised. No, um... Uh, when the draw came out, we were in good reign of form. We're, just come, we're still top of the league and we'll just come through. This, uh, I think it was just before Christmas actually the draw was made. So yeah, yeah we're doing quite well. Um, and you're happy enough because Bayern were a good bit back from Borussia Dortmund and looked like they were going to stumble through this season. Then they found a bit of form. And started. Yeah, I think, I think that's actually a good point. Yeah. Like, a lot of people were maybe, like I said, Bayern Munich were crap, but They've pulled it right back there, I guess, probably. Started twatting teams again there yeah, in the yeah. Bundesliga, and now they're ahead. Yeah, they're at top of the league now. Uh, First time since September. Yeah, so there was a little bit of worry. Plus, you're going to Munich. Not an easy place to go and win. Um, but we do. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. Um, and Liverpool went there, and wasn't like a, a vintage, absolutely. You, you won't be writing stories about the actual performance and showing... Uh, kids or whatever and other people this is hard to play football it's not one of those performances but it was a really mature and uh, calm and classy European away performance and it's probably one of Liverpool's best yeah they were comfortable that comfortable I watched Barcelona instead <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um, which didn't get too comfortable for you away with them but then they managed yeah, to see three it was actually it was an enjoyable game watching the GOAT get two goals and two assists Lionel Messi um, and we have to talk about the other goat as well. The night we forgot, we did talk about you, Memphis, because they also the baby goat. The baby goat, <laughs> um, the the goat goal scorer. Maybe you'll put him down as. But um, yeah, what did you make of Liverpool's performance last night? What do you think of Sadio Mane's first goal? Uh, I was thinking, what the hell is Manuel Neuer doing? <laughs> that's that's what I thought. I was like, see up, you know, that sort of thing. But like, yeah, like Mane is he's on form, like, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's having brilliant. If it wasn't for Virgil and Dijk, I'd say he'd be the front runner for Liverpool's player this season. Yeah, probably. Uh, part of them other two, Mane's been by far the best. Yes, the turn of the year, yeah, it really has. Like, and the really second goal was... I, Some dome. It was. Yeah, like, I, I thought, like, and that came from Mo Salah, which is a brilliant pass. Yeah. And Salah has been, because he hasn't scored in like, six games now, maybe. There's been a lot of people going like, oh, he's not as good as last year. And his goal scoring certainly isn't, like... Shows just need to do the figures, but he's constantly like bossing himself. And he had so many two chances last night, he probably should have scored from. And instead of like sulking or dropping the head or whatever, he produces that pass without saying it was boot straight on the man in his head and in the bread and killed the tie off. Um, just a buzzing little bit of hand of three because you don't want to help, don't want to go out. And then that has such that can have such a momentum swing for our season, it could really push us on to chase Man City for the whole season now. Um, there's been a lot of praise come in for Virgil van Dijk today. Yeah, um, the 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 norm. Let's yeah, be honest, like yeah. it's just the norm now. Do you, like it, I I think it like I'm a Liverpool fan and I, and I'm biased. I'm allowed to be biased about my players, not my players, I don't own them, but Liverpool players. 
Um, it should be the same about Arsenal players like Kieran Reid in the past and Dennis Bergkamp. Yeah, we, we, we can't be bad about people like myself. No, what? Honestly. Do you think Van Dijk's the best centre-half <laughs> in the world at the moment? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, maybe. Like, who's, who could even think there's anyone here? Uh, it, and it's weird as well, like, he's not as tall as, like, uh, I was listening to the second captain's podcast today and they, they made a point as well, like, he's not as tall as the likes of Matip or even, also, I think, although Sun has, but he just looks completely humongous. Yeah. He's just, he's exactly what you want out of a centre half. Do you know, like, there, a few years ago there, there was talk about Arsenal going after him and City and whatever, and Liverpool ended up getting them and obviously the big price tire, but it was like, that's crazy for a centre back, but don't be saying that now. No. Just, he's a man mountain. Brilliant, I'd love to have a defender like that at Arsenal. It is, it's like, <laughs> I'm going to say a mad statement, but I think he has, he carries himself better in a Liverpool shirt than any player I've witnessed yet, and that's including Steven Gerrard. Just, just coming in, like, for someone just to come in and just slot into the team so well and just mm. perform to them levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially in Champions League, you know, it's, it's crazy. It is, like, and I, Stephen Gerrard was my hero, like, uh, growing up, but there's there's something just about Van Dijk. You knew with Gerrard, like, that he was always going to give everything, and sometimes he won games on his own, which Van Dijk can do too, so it seems like he can stop all the teams from winning games anyway. And you knew Gerrard was going to pull you out of it, and he was going to bust the gut, whatever, but sometimes he wasn't calm, sort of leadership, whereas Van Dijk just, Oozes nothing but coolness. Like there's, he does does not seem to be phased. Suppose the the Stevie Gerrard thing. You could maybe give the example of was it his last season? He came on against United and got sent off after it was a 43, 41 yeah. seconds or something. Yeah. But that, that that's probably an example of you know Stevie Gerrard's leadership. Great leader, by the way. But, oh, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, but but like, like he's not even. Like, oh, it's just, it just seems so easy for him. Like he, boy, he tries to take him on. He's a try it. And he just takes the ball off, like, <laughs> like it's not. Yeah, and there has been times as well where Van Dijk has been caught. Like last night, I thought he was caught out. Um, Lewandowski ended up being offside. I think it was before they'd equalised. But Van Dijk and Matip hadn't communicated well enough and they both let him... He was behind Van Dijk, to be fair, but they both let him into the gap and behind. And it was like, come on, lads. And then for the chance in the second half, he doesn't get back to it when you think he should get back to it. But that's what you think he's going to do. 100 times out of 100, mm-hmm. when really he does it 99 times out of 100, which is still daft. Yeah. Um, it was his ball as well for Mane, and if you look at the goal again, I don't want to go back over it, like, but Mane points to where he wants it, as Michael almost highlighting, and then uh, doesn't look at the ball until it's like as close to you are to me now, and then kills it with the first touch. And you're right, when, I was watching it with my old fella, and when the ball landed, I was like, the first initial reaction was like, what the fuck? What is Neuer doing? <laughs> Why is Neuer? Was, and then you, you, it, it all goes three, three touches and it's in the back of the net. But, and Sadie Mane was the only one in the whole stadium, the whole pitch, thinking, OK, no bother, I'll just see you later. Cruyff turned him and then... It, in. it, it, it is. He, he seems to have the ability, when he gets into these mad situations where he can split second, he can think of two. So when he throws back, he'll go against Watford. Yeah. And then we have that. And he's really, you're right, he's really made a big difference. Liverpool this year, going from, since 2019, he always seemed to be, as well, a big game player. Yeah. He turned up in the Champions League final and a few others didn't. Yeah, I remember even scoring that goal against was it Everton last year. Was it the last minute of the game or something to win? Uh, yeah, two, two years ago, yeah. Yeah, like just games like that, you know, where Liverpool need the points, he just he turns up, he gets gets the goals that you need. And like Salah and Firmino, I don't know what's going on with them boys this year. Was 
all I can remember is Trino sticking a hat-trick past Arsenal. I can't really remember him doing much else, really, but I don't watch him every week, so I don't really know. But yeah. It's, you don't really seem to see... And maybe Salah might he'll just head out of run of form here at the end of the season when he needed. And with Liverpool in the league, I'm sure you're hoping for it. As most Liverpool fans will be, yeah. of course. But like people tired, like, look at that Bamiyang at Arsenal. Like, he went through a bit of a rut there and scored against United. I didn't even know it was a penalty, but a step up and take that penalty and just get your confidence back. Like, I suppose that's what Salah means. Yeah, big time. Um, there was another... Three other games um, this week in the Champions League. Man City quite comfortably put away Schalke. Yeah, they did. And they put them away so comfortably and so convincingly that, you know, it was weird that they weren't even the big headline from that night. No. Which, you know, rather some shows their levels. Cristiano <laughs> um, <laughs> Ronaldo decided that he'd put a Felicum Madrid out again yeah. himself. Yeah, um, there, there was one sports battle member of Ray, extremely happy with that. Yeah, he's the taller one, in case you don't know who that is. Um, well, everyone's taller than me, but he's the one that's also taller than Johnny. Um, yeah, Ronaldo, like, uh, we're both on the messy side of it, and whatever side you're on, that's fair enough. In fact, let us know. Uh, tweet us into the, sh- the show in the sports battle. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about it towards the end of the season, because hopefully they both face each other in Champions League at some point. Well, Messi is the GOAT. <laughs> um, that was phenomenal from Ronaldo. Yeah, it was. Brilliant, like he's just from the very start to finish, he was just in on them, like you know, he was just up for it. He just feel it, like you know. And the commentator actually said, I you can in the sitting in the stadium, you can feel something special is going to happen here tonight. And you can kind of get that vibe, especially when Juventus had the early disallowed goal. I was still thinking, they'll come back here, they'll do it. Then Ronaldo, like, I think the second header, the one that I was like, I want to save them all back, and then you know, and I. Goal line technology given. It's still, I know goal line technology said it was in, but every time I've, looked, I've watched it numerous times like since, it still doesn't look like it went in. Like. I know, I know, yeah. Like if you, if, from the naked eye, like if you just looked at it, you would have said, like years ago, that's not a goal. Yeah. But it was, like millimeters, like whatever it was, that it was over the line, it was just crazy. But two, like Ronaldo, I was thinking this the other night, Ronaldo was definitely the best header of the ball I've ever seen. The best attacking header, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah unbelievable. Yeah. He's like you. You like the NBA as well, and use the term NBA. Well, American sports he's just called clutch. Like you know what I mean. In the big moments, he's clutch. He's yeah. gonna step up. And LeBron James is the most uh, in American sports. Oh, Tom Brady too. Those two, just you know what's gonna happen yeah. in big pressure moments. And Ronaldo's exactly the same. Which is one thing you could maybe say. Um, a tiny, maybe he's a tiny bit better at that than Neil Messi. I think Neil Messi is better for football. We'll, we'll see that for another show when Brenton's on because it'll be a good debate. But in real pressure clutch moments, like Ronaldo, like I, I'm not a huge fan of him at all. I think as a person, bit of a cock. But in clutch football moments, puffs the chest out, <laughs> give me the ball, give me the limelight, every camera in the stadium on me, get everyone watching me. I'm gonna win this game for my team. Don't worry about anything else. And even afterwards, when he was asked about being signed by Juventus, well, he says maybe that's why they signed me with a cheeky smile because yeah, he yeah, wins yeah. in the game and they want to win the Champions League so much. Yeah, I think I think that's what we kind of agreed. Well, we did. Uh, Brenton has Brenton has had no comment on this. We we agreed that Ronaldo is probably the best ever goal scorer. Um, I think there's no debate that he is. Messi's the best player, but Ronaldo's better goal scorer. We, I think we could agree on that. Yeah, Brenton's just not having. No, but you know what? Nobody cares either. You're not so. here in Thursday nights. It's not your show, Brent. <laughs> so yeah, uh, you have to just sit back and admire Ronaldo. Like he's a great player. Disappointed in Atletico Madrid. Um, I'm kind of half glad because of 
the shit is not necessarily the rugby league last year, but you know they're just they went ahead and this they had a great performance in the first leg and they had a chance there to go on early on the game and kill kill the tie. A goal would have killed it, like really it would have because Juventus would have just dropped. But they didn't. They just done their usual crap where they step back and they get born. And I'm just glad Juventus just went at them and made it a good game for neutrals. Yeah. But then no, next year I'll be hoping Juventus do really well. Even this year, just you know, because they don't know so yeah, um, yeah, shove it up, yeah, let it go. I'm glad you're right. It's, it's a strange like performance from the end. Not strange because you knew they were going to try and soak it up, but they have nothing going forward. It's disappointing Griezmann, and I'm a big fan of uh, Griezmann. Like I really am. I love Liverpool signing him, and love him at the World Cup and what things he does for Atletico Madrid. But that's just the difference between him and the really elite, which is Ronaldo and Messi. Yeah, I think um, they're even missing Diego Costa or something. Even on the bench. Yeah, but he hasn't really played that well for Atletico this yeah. year. And the thing is, something I was actually really disappointed in and was linked with a lot of Premier League teams was Thomas Lamar. He, he was, he's been poor for Atletico. Yeah, and like my mate who sports Atletico, even he's told me even after the game now the other day, but he hasn't done it for Atletico no. at all. All season he's been terrible. No. It seems to be a thing when uh, when Simeone signs an attacker. A strike rate doesn't seem to be very good. No. Like they signed, uh, they'd Manjukic for a wee while, then that, that he went off. And the David Costa, now he's back, it's not working too well. Griezmann has worked because he's so good. I'm not saying they're not good, obviously, Manjukic and David Costa. Pick the system to play, but he's It must be something like that, yeah. Um, and listen, Griezmann, he's a World Cup winner. Yeah. So he obviously is very, very good, but I was looking for something from him on Tuesday night because I, I quite like Athletic Madrid and um, that's reality. I don't want to speak. Sure, whatever. But if I had a if I, if I had a chance to go to a La Liga game, I'd always want to go to to see yeah. him play. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a disappointment. And I thought this year Real did right. That was their kryptonite it seemed to be. But then ultimately, uh, ex Mister Real did himself. Yeah. Seen to put them bed. I don't get me wrong. Like you know, I've followed Barcelona a few years, and I really really like Barcelona. Like I would probably say they'd be my La Liga team. Like, but you know, I do like Atletico as well. But just the way they just made that tie so boring, you just kind of knew what was going to happen. Like, yeah. I just didn't get why not just go for the killer goal, just kill the tie. Just, uh, you know, like teams like against Arsenal, like, I'll be honest, Arsenal won the game back against the other one. Like, this is Juventus, you have Ronaldo. You know, you have to try and get another goal to kill it off. Yeah, you have to try and get them out of sight. Like, like they're bound to expect Juventus to <clears throat> come off them hard and did, so they got what they deserved for me. Yeah, as you said, Barcelona, um, they went through as well. They ended up beating Leon 5 1 in the end. Yeah. Um, it wasn't all smooth sailing, I suppose you could say. No. Well, like, there was a moment there. Leon came back and adopted their goal and really put the pressure on the Barca, but sure. The goat. What did you think of Suarez's Raquel me nutmeg? It's pretty <laughs> class, isn't it? I thought, actually, <clears throat> I thought at the start, the penalty that Barcelona got, I thought maybe it was a bit soft. I thought Suarez done his usual fanning about and. I don't know. I didn't think it was a penalty. No, that wasn't a penalty, but his dummy yeah. for the nutmeg was class. But that yeah. was not a penalty, no. That shouldn't have been given. So sad enough. Wasn't was it a sad goal for Patino? Yeah. His movement for that yeah. one, it was brilliant. His movement for that goal was fantastic. So, um, yeah, Barcelona, a big threat to anybody in the next round. I think maybe the only teams that could probably do the Marmon City and Juventus. Maybe, maybe actually Liverpool. It really depends if um, Liverpool's front three start firing again. Yeah. It's so open. No, it is like an... People always throw the thing, not yourself, like, but people throw the thing at Jurgen Klopp <clears throat> and everybody fans. He's haven't won anything yet, like calm down. But you have to remember, like, 
four or five, whatever years ago, we had that year where we nearly, nearly won the league with Brendan Rodgers, but we were never solidifying ourselves back where we think we should be in and amongst the top 10 or other teams in Europe and constantly making this. Now it's going to be our second season where we're in the quarterfinals. Cops more or less guaranteed Champions League football for another season. Yeah. It's a brilliant tiny Liverpool fan again because we can see, hang on, we're very close to achieving something. Liverpool are close, closer than they've been since I've been a fan of winning a pretty spectacular double. Mm-hmm. That's not me saying they're going to, they are. But um, they're close to winning a spectacular double. Do you know what I mean? They're very close. It's quarterfinals Champions League, one point off in the league. It's brilliant time to be a Liverpool fan, and I think sometimes people get lost up in this. He hasn't won anything yet. That's that's fair enough. Yeah, and if he finishes his career at Liverpool in ten years' time, and he hasn't won a single trophy. Then maybe we can look back and go, ah, oh, so many near misses. But it's such a like the fan base is just bonkers at the minute. Which I'm sure. I'm now so every positive. Way. Yeah, and it's a brilliant time, and I don't think any of, there's four English teams now into the last eight, which hasn't happened for a while. Like. I think it was pretty funny. I noticed before I went out of the house, <clears throat> now someone I don't agree with a lot, maybe you don't either, Adrian Durham on TalkSport. No, nope. can't believe you mentioned his name in my house. <laughs> put, put up a poll on Twitter and I just had the Lego, so I was pretty. Uh, which English team is going to win the Champions League? Man United, Man City or Liverpool? <laughs> he, he forgot Spurs. No, he deliberately forgot <laughs> Spurs. Because yeah. Adrian Durham, he can't, I think he gets Spurs just as much as me and Arsenal. Like, but I was just like, yeah, I do agree with there. Like, like, it will be just Spurs' luck that they draw Porto in their round. And get put out. <laughs> well, probably. But I think most teams are probably sitting thinking, yeah, Porto's the team we want. Nobody wants Ajax. <clears throat> no, I, I, I... You're going to think I'm daft here. I would quite like Ajax myself. Um, be interesting to see how our midfield goes against their midfield, but I'd like to see Ajax, because <clears throat> I think as a game, it'd be brilliant. But my old fella, like Dave, he'll be going to the home leg regardless, and he wants to, to see Messi in the flash of Anfield. Like oh, Barcelona. Yeah, of course, yeah. So he wants Barcelona. So <clears throat> I'm on board with us having Barcelona. <laughs> Might we mean we've done in. Uh, I don't know how good Virgil van Dijk could be against Messi, Suarez, Coutinho, Dembele and those lads on Rakitic. But, you know, you're going to have to face the big teams at some point if you want to win this yeah, competition, so whatever. Um, we both have done predictions and then we're going to move on and talk. I needed a point your word on Sunday. I think it's only fair you get a chance to ask how you feel about Sunday. Um, so we both did predictions of how we think tomorrow's draw is going to go. I've actually gone for uh, Liverpool to get Ajax. I've gone for a Manchester derby. I really hope there's a Manchester derby. I don't care who we get. I just want a Manchester derby. Um, I think I'll be unreal and it could really mess with City. Um, Spurs are going to get Porto, I think. <clears throat> and I think it's going to be around too early, but I think it's going to be Barcelona to Juve. Pretty much. That's kind of mirroring what people were saying. Yeah. Oh. You I, have I, gone for it. Kind of um, I had City draw on Porto because, you know, they own UEFA. <laughs> I saw someone say that he's a Manchester United fan. He said the draw is going to be Manchester United get Liverpool with both legs away and City draw Burton Albion. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was brilliant because they have had a lot of luck in their draws this Probably season. Uh, you've gone for United. United, we get probably <clears throat> Uh, Liverpool Spurs and then Barca Ajax. I, I think it'll be quite interesting to see Ajax play Milan against this new team. That that's a, yeah. I was thinking that actually when you sent the text through. All potential eight of those games because of the, the uh, both new predictions there. We're all cracking ties. Like yeah. this Porto team are not they're not as weak as they were last season. I think if we got them again, I definitely couldn't see us beating them by that much again. I just couldn't. They're a much better side. I watched them against Roma. 
They're far better this year, and plus, if they get lost, they'll want the revenge after what happened. Probably, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Draw is tomorrow at 11 o'clock. Europa League draw is tomorrow as well. Yeah, it's, it's basically straight after. Straight after, and you'll be hoping, and I'm hoping too, like later on tonight, Arsenal can pull off. Hopefully so. This could be massive for you, John. I was thinking about this earlier. Like, I was talking about Liverpool getting momentum now because we went to Bayern Munich, we beat them 3 1, we're comfortable, and, be, and whatever, and that's going to give us such a boost now to go on in the rest of the season. If Arsenal come back tomorrow, tonight, see Ren off, who are no mugs, no. Um, kicking forward for that race for top four, that put your running, I think, is, for everything I'm trying to say, is, is easier. It, but it seems easier on paper, but like um, I think you guys commented on, on um, Sunday night, <clears throat> Arsenal have three home games, I think it's five away games, and they're not easy away games. No. We're away at Wolves, and I think we've... Yeah, we're way to Everton as well and Burnley on the last day of the season so I'm kind of thinking the teams we're playing are around mid-table and maybe won't have much to play for come the end of the season but like Wolves never in the way like, maybe Everton not maybe this year but here's me saying this I'll probably go do this Everton at Goosen Park's never easy uh, Wolves as well Wolves at home like Liverpool Liverpool and City both seen it hard as to beat them there so they're still tough games the Arsenal have to go away to Leicester as well so are you spending this weekend because the cup's on as your game? No, we we're not until right. Monday night fixture. I think in a couple of weeks against Newcastle at home. And then we're away to Dubai next week to play a bloody friendly at some new stadium, which is all we need. A couple of injuries. What do you see? Just play the under 16s there, like yeah, and, and don't even flag, near it. Don't even risk. Out the but thing. how do you how do you feel your chances tonight against Ryan after Sunday's performance? And I want your views on Sunday as well. Well, tonight, I think we can do it. You know. I think after Sunday with the Bami and getting that goal, they'll probably give a bit of confidence. Lacazette's allowed to play, which is a yeah, big boost for Arsenal. Um, I think they have to go for it. They have to play Ozil Ramsey, Lacazette, and all. Basically, kind of the same team they played on Sunday. Uh, regarding Sunday, stick your dance floor up your ass. Mm-hmm. You know what? And there's a load of salt, not all Man United fans, to be said, but a lot of salty Man United fans online who are saying, oh, Arsenal are obsessed because our Twitter page put up about the dance floor and all. Ozil tweeted about it and all as well. You know what? You just can't take banter. You can't take it. You just get beat. So shove it up, please. I'm glad Jesse Lingard take a bit of that. <laughs> it was a, it was a brilliant performance from Arsenal. Yeah. Could be, considering that the last couple of times he's played Manchester United, it hasn't been. Consider that everyone sort of unfairly, you'll definitely think in your side has sort of seen these ads. The teams that are still fighting for the top four as the weaker, maybe mentality-minded ones, thinking yeah. it's Arsenal. You know, That's whatever. Say, yeah. And if you just step up. Now, Lukaku missed one or two chances, whatever. We'll step up and win 2 0. And then, really, second half, we use really that under pressure? No. No. Like, like you said about Lukaku, <clears throat> he went back to me as like donkey self. On Sunday, he missed an opportunity which, you know, you have to put away. Um, I think somebody said before that game, every game where Lukaku scored two goals, three games in a row, he ends up not scoring the next game, which proved to be true again. But yeah, if he scores that goal, like the game is completely different. Yeah. Like Arsenal's heads probably would have dropped because of the result during the week against Rennes and you know, God knows what would have happened. First goal, obviously the win took the ball, I think. You know, top of the head probably couldn't have done much about that. But yeah, like also what Jesse Lingard done a few weeks ago, you know, tagging himself on Instagram and dance for all I said after that game, you know, Arsenal, that's all the motivation they need to go out and just put a performance in against you know. Yeah. And they did to be fair and like, I, I just think maybe Emery caught so short off guard playing Ramsey, Ozil, Aubameyang, like I said, all in the starting line. But I think maybe he thought 
they were going to play Katarian maybe and a Wobi and all that there but they probably went for it and it worked and Jack had played really well did you hear our stats um, gosh you wouldn't would listen you did listen to the show actually um, where Arsenal actually 12 points off better off this year than they were this yeah. time last year did that surprise you you know when I said it um, surprised me. it did surprise me I just, just was under the presumption maybe because I'm not yourself seeing so much on social media doom and gloom and times with Arsenal I see a lot of what Liverpool were like when Rafa left mm-hmm. with Arsenal at the minute and the fan base where everyone's like eh, blah, blah, blah. as soon as one player makes a mistake he's hounded that, that, that happened also a lot and I just sort of had it in my head that Arsenal were just same old Arsenal as last year stayed exactly the same and then when I saw their 12 points better off I was like what? They think it showed maybe how much maybe everybody's improved Spurs is exactly the same yeah I know well, they're just bothered aren't they? But uh, yeah, and your stadium's apparently screwed too. Check that out online. Um, yeah, if that's true, by the way, that could be in big trouble there at Spurs. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, we're not going to complain. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, look, I'm, I think we spoke a few weeks ago when we showed as well about Emery and how he's doing. We thought maybe at the time it was kind of similar, but when you see them stats, I suppose you can say, yeah, I suppose Emery is doing a decent job. Arsenal fans know they need to be patient. Maybe patient, I suppose, at times. He, he's like every job, he's going to get it right, he's going to get it wrong. I suppose you can say with some of the lineups he's picked, maybe he's got it wrong at times. Like last week against Reigns, for example, I thought his lineup was wrong and he should have taken Turner off and went down to 10 men and like held on to that 1 1 draw. But he's learned and Arsenal are just going to get better. And if he gets players in the summer, apparently they were after that right midfielder for Reigns from last week. Uh, Zara or something. Oh, yeah. Arsenal have inquired about him, so. I think we need another winger and that would be probably a decent sign-up for us considering we only have 42 players. You're in the top five in Europe for goals scored. I think he's 88 goals scored. I think Man City have something like 3 million and 2 and then everyone else has like 100 odd or whatever and then um, I think Arsenal are definitely in the top five. I think it's 88 and it's just your defence. Like, uh, trust me brother, I feel your pain. I know what that's like. So you need to go and sign the licked well, to be fair to Socrates and Shelby, they're two brilliant. good players, yeah. They're they brilliant on Saturday, or sorry, Sunday. Um, didn't play so well last Thursday, Socrates, but, you know, I don't know, like a lot of a lot of fans tried to make a big deal out of Socrates' second yellow, like it wasn't a yellow card and all, and he pulled him back, whatever. But, do you know what, it, he got involved in it, he was stupid too, so I suppose he deserved to go. I don't think you can have too many complaints there. No, I, I yeah. didn't complain about it. Some people are just ridiculous with things that come out on social media and like I said earlier about Man United fans you know it's not every Man United fan that's a big dickhead about 90% of you are but you know some of you are alright you know TJ where, oh a big town's alright where, where was Martial the other day what did he do he done nothing nada nada ain't no moonwalking on the Emirates this week no not a chance so, but um, yeah you're, you're hopeful for tonight then fuck yeah hopeful um, I, think he's he's through, I think he's going through tonight I think he's good for an extra time. They just need to watch the counter attack. That's the only thing. Um, you're thinking Rance going to get a goal there? I do because of the counter attack. I, and yeah. I, I just. You have no Socrates tonight, obviously, so we know he's starting. Uh-huh. Well, they uh, didn't put Mavropanos in the Europa League squad, which I thought was strange. I could come back to haunt them, but I think he's have enough to get through tonight because of what's going forward. I think he's a score three. I think they, they will get the one. Um. And they're lethal on the counter attack, as you said, and it'll go to extra time. But I think Arsenal have enough and all. 
football comes real. It's just plus I kind of wanted. I'm off work tomorrow, so it'll be a bit of a late night watching football. Yeah, quite. It's always nice. Yeah, it is always nice. Like it is always nice. I think there's still NBA on the next. Yes, there is, as always. Um, and the Thunder are back winning again. Was <laughs> FA Cup this weekend? There's two league. Liverpool play Fulham, and um, at two o'clock on Sunday, obviously we need to win that to go ahead. Chelsea play Everton. Well, it's the FA Cup weekend. Um, it's not really fair to talk about the league and the FA Cup zone and the other things. And there's a big game on Saturday night at Wolverhampton. Wolves hosting Manchester United. That's not on the call. It really, really, it really, really depends, you know. <clears throat> the, with the are way United really going to go for? Are they going to rest players for top four? Or? I don't. I I can see Ollie going for it because I don't think it's in his nature to just think top four yet. Because he doesn't know what that's like to be just chasing that and not get it. You know what I mean? And I think the hierarchy at United would be like. But has he got the wheel first too? Uh, well, we'll find out on Saturday. Like. It came clean half <laughs> at Emirates. Um, but uh, and this is going to sound like a Liverpool fan, but I can really Manchester United beat. I just have a feeling at that stadium, half seven, a Saturday night, St. Patrick's weekend. Don't know whether everyone's offering or not. Like probably not, but everyone on the pints all day. And in that ground, that season's going to be absolutely yeah. bouncing. I can see Wolves putting Manchester United out. Yeah, I can see it happening too. Like if United don't show up, if they play like they did against us on Sunday, not that United played extremely bad, but they just weren't at it the way it happened. Nah. Could have been a hangover from PSG, maybe mm. it wasn't, I don't know. But yeah, Wolves are capable of beating anybody on their day. Like You've seen how hard they are to beat at home, which is what I was saying earlier. Like, I am not looking forward to playing Wolves in the league on their place. We have them away last game of the season, and it's thankful it's away. Um, if they if Manchester United play like they played against yourselves in the FA Cup on Saturday, then they they obviously like it could be a cracking game. I just would worry with what went on on Sunday, and I think uh, Solskjaer has been brilliant. He has been brilliant, but if you look back at it, how many games has he has that team been absolutely superb? Really, like. They've won loads and his record's unbelievable, but I think you're maybe going to see a bit of a balance now where let Ra remain in the season. He might drop a few points, lose a game or two, could lose a cup game, could lose Champions League. And it'll balance itself out where you look at it and go, oh, all right, okay, well, it's still very good, but it's not like uh, revolutionary good. You know what I mean? Where it's, and that's totally fair enough, United fans see it like that, because if Kenny Douglas had come in and won his first whatever amount of games, I'd still be talking about it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because Douglas. But that's what I think will happen. I think it'll fix itself out in a way, which is harsh for United fans, but that he'll maybe lose a few more games, a few more performances where they're just like, they're not as flowing. They're still missing a few players, still players not fully fit. Um, I think this Saturday they're going to come under a bit of yeah, problems. They're always going to lose games. Like, I'm kind of glad we gave them this first defeat, but, you know, like Arsenal's invincible is found out eventually, you know, you're going to lose a game. So it's just how the players react. I think they'll be alright but you know if they go on that spiral downwards now and they really had a bad patch which is the bad stage of the season to do so mm. I hope they do personally but um, you know you think now like the way even Spurs aren't playing well you know they could be a by Southampton and I kind of I said to my mates during the week like I thought Southampton would do Spurs because they've been really good the last couple of weeks especially at home and James Ward Price has been free kicks they're brilliant like, you know, yeah, Arsenal and Chelsea should really fancy their chances now of playing on and getting third and fourth. 
It just really depends. Like, like Arsenal have none of the big six now of that. They just have these dodgy away trips. Yeah. But sometimes are the tougher ones because you can't get yeah. yourself up for them. Especially, so yeah. Um, big couple of weeks coming up. Indeed, and there's an international break coming up as well. Um, which sucks. Does suck, like, but I'm kind of giving all, all of us time to clear our heads a wee bit and get ready for the, the last crunch of the season. But um, I think that'll do us for our Thursday night show, John. Um, you'll be back on Sunday night, obviously. Oh, yeah. Talk about what went on. There's no game for Arsenal, but we'll have FA Cup to talk about. Hopefully Liverpool or myself will be ahead in the um, league and we'll have the European draws to chat about too. Hopefully we're there. Yeah, yeah, I hope uh, we're there. Hopefully we're there. Hopefully go through and just draw Chelsea. Oh, well, probably not. <laughs> I thought that today, actually. I was like, we will get through all this. Such a hard game then we'll get Chelsea. Uh, folks, thanks for getting involved uh, this week on the Sports Battle. There'll probably be more stuff up over the weekend. Uh, thanks for listening and watching the shows. And we'll see you again on Sunday night. Good luck.